Welcome back to the Magna Vita Show. I'm Alex Olson. As a reminder, we'll do podcast reviews every Tuesday morning, and every Friday morning will be bonus episodes. Last Friday was our first Failure Friday. We talked about how Michael Jordan was successful because of his failures. For this week's bonus episode, we're going to do a quick book review of Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. I just finished this book and it's one of my favorites. I'm really excited to share it with you, but I'm also a little bit overwhelmed because there's so much good in it that it's hard to do a quality book review that does it any justice. So I definitely recommend reading the whole thing for yourself. It's super short, it'll only take a couple days. I think there's a lot of value in taking that time for ourselves to just read, to be able to forget about everything else I think it's almost a form of meditation to not have to worry about our phone or social media, but just to get lost in something that stood the test of time. And this book, what's so amazing about it is it's really unlike any other book that I've read or heard about. Marcus Aurelius was a Roman emperor and meditations is his private reflections. He never intended for anyone else to read the book. It was his journal to help him become better in his personal and professional life. Because it was written in private, Marcus is incredibly open and honest, giving advice that is extremely applicable and actionable to help us build a great life. At times it can be harsh and focus on the negative, talks about how to deal with death and pain, But Marcus's life as emperor was defined by war and disease. He needed these lessons, and I hope they'll help you to build a great life too. As I said, there's so much good in this book that it's hard to know how to do a quality book review. So I decided just to focus on some of its themes and my favorite quotes from them. But before we get into those, I think the overall theme or purpose or question of the book is how to find meaning and fulfillment in our life. Marcus is struggling to answer the questions, why are we here, what is most important, and how should we live our lives? And I think working at these questions, I just love the idea, first of all, that he took the time for himself to, I'm sure he was the emperor, he had so much else to do, but I love that he took the time to work on and to wrestle with these super important questions in his life. And I think just that process for him must have been so valuable. But let's get into some of the themes and hopefully we can take some of those lessons for our own life. Meditations is one of the foundational books of the Stoic philosophy. And connected to that is our first theme from the book. It's what the author calls, or the translator of the book calls, the doctrine of the three disciplines. Marcus focuses a lot throughout the book on these three disciplines. It's perception, action, and will. So perception is, Marcus talks about how we need to have absolute objective thought, how we need to see things for what they are. And it's, it's the whole idea that it is not what happens to me, but how I interpret it that matters. And this reminded me a lot of one of my favorite quotes and authors, Viktor Frankl. He was... I won't go into too much detail, but he was in a Nazi concentration camp and he he wrote an incredible book called Man's Search for Meaning. And he has a great quote and he says, 
just with that background, I think it, you can appreciate the quote even more when he says, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. So that's perception. The second of the three disciplines is action. Marcus says, action concerns our relationship with other people. He says we were made not for ourselves, but for others. And so it's about how we can help serve and lift others. And it's also about the things that are within our control. The third discipline, will, is about things not within our control. And Marcus throughout the book talks about how things can only harm us if we choose to see them as harmful. Instead, we should accept whatever fate has in store for us. The next theme is the power of gratitude and learning from others. The whole first chapter of the book is about other people. Marcus lists every significant person in his life. He even talks about his first teacher and what specifically he has learned from that person. And I think this theme is best summarized by a quote from the book where Marcus says, when you need encouragement, think of the qualities the people around you have. This one's energy, that one's modesty, another's generosity, and so on. Nothing is as encouraging as when virtues are visibly embodied in the people around us. But as we know, people aren't perfect, which leads to our next theme. And it's really amazing that Marcus was the emperor, but he was still so generous to others. He was incredibly forgiving of others when he didn't have to be. And that's, that's another theme of the whole book is that Marcus didn't have to do any of this. As the emperor, he could have been whatever man he wanted to be. He could have been rude. He could have taken from others. But it's just incredible to see how he wanted to become better for those around him, even if they weren't the best to him. And it's, it's, he has some really interesting quotes talking about when other people act poorly. He says, they are like that because they can't tell good from evil. So Marcus had an internal belief that everybody was good, but that some people just didn't know what the good thing to do was. And I also, I love that he recognized his own shortcomings and weaknesses. And we'll get another great quote on that, but I, I really liked when he said, when faced with people's bad behavior, turn around and ask when you have acted like that. So he's reminding himself that he's not perfect either, and none of us are. Which gets us to our next theme, which I really like. He talked about controlling what you can control. And it's, it's not selfish, but Marcus talks a lot about just focusing on ourselves, having that internal focus on what we can control instead of being consumed by external events and people that we can't control. So building on this idea of how people aren't always the best, he says that the best revenge is not to be like that. But I think Marcus would also say that we really shouldn't feel like we need to have revenge. Because he says, instead of treating yourself with respect, you have entrusted your own happiness to the souls of others. And just a quick, quick side note, when he says, a lot of times he speaks and he's speaking to himself. So when he says, you 
throughout these quotes, he's talking to himself, but I think it applies to all of us as well. And so he's saying that if we're concerned about our happiness, then we shouldn't care so much about what everyone else thinks around us. We should just do what we know is right and follow that path. As he says, if your well-being matters to you, be your own savior while you can. And the final part about controlling what we can control and having that internal focus, Marcus said, to live a good life, we have the potential for it if we can learn to be indifferent to what makes no difference. Just a couple more quotes that I really liked about the idea of having that internal focus and worrying about the things that we can control. Marcus says, the things you think about determine the quality of your mind. Your soul takes on the color of your thoughts. He also says, it never ceases to amaze me. We all love ourselves more than other people, but care more about their opinion than our own. And the last one that I love, Marcus says, it's time you realize that you have something in you more powerful and miraculous than the things that affect you. The next theme from meditations is essentialism. Marcus doesn't necessarily call it that, as you'll see in some of the quotes, but he, it's the same principle that we talked about from episode two. And it's the general idea that we sh- there's so much in our life that we just need to try to focus on what truly matters. And there's some great quotes that I'll share from Marcus. He says, if you, sink, if you seek tranquility, do less. Do what's essential, which brings a double satisfaction to do less, better, because most of what we say and do is not essential. If you can eliminate it, you'll have more time and more tranquility. Ask yourself at every moment, is this necessary? He goes on to say, when faced with a choice, remember our business is with things that really matter. And the last quote about essentialism that I wanted to share Marcus says, you don't need much to live happily. And stepping back for a second, I think it's, a lot of us might say, oh, that's easy for an emperor to say. He had his palace, incredible wealth. He really had everything he could ever need or want. But it's so powerful, at least for me, to see someone who had all those things recognize that it's not wealth that brings us happiness. It's not material things that bring us happiness. Instead, it's the people in our life and trying to help them and trying to become better for them, which bring us happiness and fulfillment. The next theme for meditations is humility, which again is so powerful, at least to me, because Marcus didn't have to be humble and he didn't have to say some of these incredibly generous things and to be forgiving of others and also himself with others' weaknesses and with his own weaknesses. And it has, this section has one of my favorite quotes. It's a little bit long and it's kind of a dialogue that Marcus goes through with himself, but it just, it was so powerful to see that even a Roman emperor can struggle getting out of bed. So Marcus says, at dawn, when you have trouble getting out of bed, tell yourself, I have to go to work, 
What do I have to complain of? If I'm going to do what I was born for, or is this what I was created for? To huddle under the blankets and stay warm? But it's nicer here. So you were born to feel nice? Instead of doing things and experiencing them? Why aren't you running to do what your nature demands? But we have to sleep sometime. Agreed, but nature set a limit on that and you've reached your limit. So again, I just love that even thousands of years ago and even in a palace, a Roman emperor was struggling to get out of bed, but by reminding himself what he was born to do, he was able to have the strength to go out and to do it. I also really love how forgiving Marcus is of others. He says, if I've failed, it's no one's fault but mine. He wasn't looking, because he knew he couldn't control other people, but he could only control himself. But he's also extremely forgiving of himself. He recognizes that he's human and all of us will struggle and go through hard times. He says, not to feel exasperated or defeated or despondent because your days aren't packed with wise and moral actions, but to get back up when you fail, to celebrate behaving like a human, however imperfectly, and fully embrace the pursuit that you've embarked on. Also, this next quote is another one of my favorites because I think we're all fighting our own battles and we all need help with that. Marcus said, don't be ashamed to need help. Like a soldier storming a wall, you have a mission to accomplish. And if you've been wounded and you need a comrade to pull you up, so what? And the last one that I'll share on this theme of humility, I love that Marcus just wanted to, he wanted to find truth, whatever that was. He wasn't concerned about always being right. He says, if anyone can refute me, show me I'm making a mistake or looking at things from the wrong perspective, I'll gladly change. It's the truth I'm after and the truth never harmed anyone. So again, I just love how humble he was, even though he didn't have to be. The next theme from meditations that I really like is about being in the present moment and making the most of it. Marcus says, you could leave life right now. Let that determine what you do and say and think. So that might sound kind of morbid and dark, but I think especially back in those days, Marcus was recognizing that every moment was a gift that he couldn't take for granted, but instead he had to make the most of it. Which is why he says, you could be good today, but instead you choose tomorrow. And I love that idea of not putting off something that we could have and instead just making the most of the present moment. Marcus says, everything you're trying to reach, you could have right now, this moment, if you'd only stop thwarting your own attempts, if you'd only let go of the past, entrust the future to providence, and guide the present. And just a couple of short ones to finish this off. He says, you have to assemble your life action by action. It's that idea that we've talked about. We just need to go step by step to build that great life that we're all looking for. And the last one, he says, stop drifting, sprint for the finish. The next theme from meditations is reflection. And obviously this whole book is just shows an incredible amount of self-awareness from Marcus. 
He knew who he was. He knew what his strengths and weaknesses are, and he was working to become better on them. But none of this would have been possible if he didn't ref- take the time and take, do the hard work of reflecting and being honest with himself and with others. And what comes from that is I really like this following quote about focusing on our strengths. Marcus says, he's admitting a fault in the beginning when he says, no one could ever accuse you of being quick-witted, but there are plenty of other things you can't claim you haven't got in you. Practice the virtues you can show. Don't you see how much you have to offer beyond excuses like can't? And yet you still settle for less. So I love that Marcus is telling us, don't focus on what we can't do. Instead, focus on our strengths and what we can bring to the table to help lift those around us. The next theme is kindness. And I love this this theme. I want to share this quote because Marcus was an emperor. He fought in countless battles, but he recognized that that wasn't what was most important. Marcus instead said, kindness is invincible. It's courtesy and kindness that define a human and a man. That's who possesses strength and nerves and guts, not the angry whiners. So I I love that message coming from a Roman emperor that kindness is what defines all of us. And that's what makes someone a man, not trying to be tough or angry, but it's kindness that matters. So to close, I just wanted to go back to those questions that Marcus throughout the book is trying to answer about why are we here and what are we meant to do? He says, humans were made to help others. And when we do help others, we're doing what we were designed for. We perform our function. So I I love that message of service and helping those around us. And as I mentioned before, this book is a lot of what Stoic philosophy is built on. And it's where the quote comes from, the obstacle is the way. Marcus says, the impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way becomes the way. So just wanted to share that saying that service and helping others and helping ourselves, that's really hard work and it's never going to be easy, but I think it's always going to be worthwhile. So I know that this was long and I'm sorry that it went a little bit over, but there's just so much good in this book. I definitely give it the highest rating possible, five out of five stars, because I think that it can be so helpful for us in our life. So please let us know how this went. We'll leave the anonymous feedback link on there. Uh, If there's anything that we can change to make better, please don't hesitate to reach out. Because like Marcus says, we just want to become better to try to help someone out there. So thank you so much for being with us this Friday morning. I hope you have a great weekend, and we'll see you on Tuesday.